Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you have found us. The podcast about what people would do on their last day on Earth. Will they raid their local Nando's? Steal a Fiat Punto? Tell their boss how they really feel? Or maybe just have a jolly old time with their nan and a shepherd's pie? What would you nutters do with your last day on Earth? Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. God, I'm pressing record. <laughs> You really just said that Shit's Creek is better than Parks and Rec. I got bored when I was... I, someone told me to watch Parks and Rec. I started watching it. I've just realised I'm not recording. I started watching it and I got a bit bored. Yeah, I got bored watching Schindler's List. Doesn't mean that it's rubbish. Oh! <laughs> just saying. I mean, just saying. Hang on a minute. We were like, what? 20 <laughs> seconds in and Schindler's list has already been dropped. I'm literally terrified I, for this. Ladies record. and gents. Full, full, full disclosure, I, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't watched all of it. I, I did get bored, but <laughs> I will watch it, promise. That's like me talking about The Office. <laughs> it's like, I've not seen it, but I will. But I well, it gets promise. worse. It gets worse. <laughs> Ladies and gents, uh, that was probably the amuse-bouche <laughs> that you were all uh, looking for, the palate cleanser. For this uh, very uh, special episode. A minute in, and my face hurts. Like, literally, my cheeks Shinless hurt. Shinless list has already been dropped, and we have been recording for less than a minute. Oh, gosh. It's truth. Very good. Very good. Hey. Um, so, this is the part where usually uh, Rochelle and I would banter with each other. So, banter with me, Philip. Well, it's, it's, it's just lovely to see your faces. I feel um, left out. Just face. We haven't introduced the guest yet. Shall, shall we? Shall we introduce? In fact, Rochelle, can you just turn your camera off? This is so rude. <laughs> oh, that's better. <laughs> better if we do that. So I, I just want to pick up from uh, a, a recent episode. Um, La Rocca vindicated as yeah. arguably the best pizza in the world. I don't think that was what was said. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was denied. <laughs> I think it was stated that it's the best pizza in Chorley by far. Yeah. So, if so facto, and by definition. No, because no, Chorley <laughs> is not the world. <laughs> best pizza My in the world. world. <laughs> no, to be fair, to be fair, Ibn Italian is saying that, you know, he puts his stamp of approval on La Rocca. All I can say is, where the heck is my sponsorship? Yeah, me bill? too. I want it. Where's that? Where's that black card from La Rocca? <laughs> I don't think it'd be saving you that much money. How much could a pizza from La Rocca be? Well, funny you should ask. <laughs> this isn't this isn't free advertising for La Rocca. I'm just saying. He's got the menu <laughs> tattooed on his uh, forearm. <laughs> it's half price Monday to Thursday. But anyway, as we're saying, half price Monday to How Thursday. How do they ever make money? I don't know, but I mean, well. they've had enough orders from me. That's how they make money. Wow. So, Philip, in all seriousness, if you did have, like, a black card, would you eat there every day? Uh, do you know what? 
Um, yes, because <laughs> uh, this is a fun fact for you. I was, uh, we were redoing our kitchen years ago and it was only meant to take a couple of days, but it ended up taking weeks. And we only had a microwave um, functioning to be able to prepare food because there was no gas or anything connected. So you can't cook for an entire family on a microwave, really. So we were just eating out every night. And, you know, we had McDonald's and you just always felt empty after eating that, like you'd not eaten anything. And we had KFC a couple of days running and we felt like we were literally dying. Uh, and then we just started eating pizza just for a couple of weeks and just felt fine. So, you know, the Romans had something right. So, yeah, I would probably eat pizza every day. I've missed this. <laughs> just just a simple yes or no question into like this beautifully long sorry, sorry. story about sorry, what to, time. To answer your question. To answer your question. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's get on with uh, some uh, some introducing. Uh, Rochelle, you can put your camera back on now. No, I'm not going to put it on yet. I've not been introduced. All right, sorry. Philip, we've got a very special show on today, as you know. I mean, put some enthusiasm into your you voice. Are... Come on. Mate, I've been dead for the last week and this a half. This is true. How are you, bronchioles? <coughs> Bronchioids are doing okay. Um, we've got, obviously, you... Gorgeous man on uh, on the co-host chair. <laughs> what was that? You're making my head blush. <laughs> but um, we are going to be interviewing today one half of the Last Day on Earth co-host team, hosting team. And this woman is royally rowdy. Over enthusiastic, cinema going, holiday loving, emo listening, licorice hating, lyric quoting, epicurean. Ladies and gents, you either love her or you like the idea of her. It's Rochelle Hadley. It me. Rochelle, Rochelle. So I guess the first question is, um, <laughs> what made you want to stand down from podcasting and, and what do you have lined up for the future? <laughs> At no point will I be stepping down, let's be fair. What have I got lined have, up for have the I, have, I, have, I, have I totally misread the situation? <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I not following what's going on? Did you think this was my Jerry Halliwell moment? I thought you were going solo. I am probably going to be releasing a... Um, like a compilation cd with like me doing a couple of duets like it's it's big it's still working like the the title is a work in progress but it'll be out there soon it's so it's literally called a work in progress or is, is the i mean title that not... is that is exactly what it's called that is right. uh, an exclusive for the podcast right well there you go um you mentioned before that you were feeling a little bit daunted yeah, i'm a little bit terrified yeah I think especially because it's you two and I just <laughs> like when I'm host or like co-host yeah. I feel a little bit in control because I know that it's me and you that are most likely going to be ripping into the guest whether it's mm -hmm. intentional or not but to be flipped on the other side and to be the guest and it's you two <laughs> I'm terrified but there's so much love so the much love so much love the 
the Timon and Pumba of the Northwest, <laughs> as we're often uh, referred to. Question, which one's Timon and which one's Pumba? Wow. Um, <laughs> um, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, fair enough. I'm going to be Pumba on that one every day of the week, aren't I? But um, I don't resent it. We love that. Is that because you crap what you eat? Whoa. I mean, no, that's not what. Surely is. is his world, in all fairness. So I don't know where. Surely is <laughs> my whole wide world. For the last eighteen months, it has been. Let's be honest. So. So how are you doing, Rochelle? You're right, mate. I'm, How's life? How's tricks? I'm still don't. I'm still a little bit nervous. <laughs> like how people come on each week and are excited because I am sat here babbing my pants. You, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you do say <laughs> may be used in evidence against you. We wish you would speak. Maybe edited in a way that would not be favourable upon myself. Yeah, I've been I've been pretty good actually. This week's been pretty chill. I've eaten a lot of donuts. Donuts are mm, great. Mm. Question: When you say donuts, what are we talking? Cute. There's like a little independent <laughs> spot down near me. Oh, and yeah, but like the donuts are like bigger than the palm of my hand. Oh. It was basically, it's been leftover week of birthday. So most people that sent me presents, like most people like sent me money, was like, oh, go and get something nice to eat. And one of my friends were like, you keep going on about this donut place, go and get some donuts. So I did. Well, now I just... Is it worth it? Yes. A hundred percent. Would recommend. What flavours are we talking? Do you want to give them a cheeky little, cheeky little shout out? A cheeky little shout out to Doughboy Donuts. Not not sponsored. Doughboy Donuts. Donuts, Leeds, Wakefield, who knows, don't care, these ones are fit. I had a Jammy Dodger one, a Dime Bar one, and a, was the other one Kinder Bueno or was it Biscoff? Either, it was fit. Sounds classy. Loved it. Sounds classy. See, do you know what? I'm actually really excited that you brought this up because if I'm not mistaken... I saw Phil post something on Twitter, which is dangerous for her, <laughs> but <laughs> I saw Phil post he saw, something on He Twitter, saw me post something like... before it was deleted, which is very rare. Screenshot it. <laughs> yeah, I screenshotted something that uh, <laughs> Phil posted, and he said something to like along the lines of he would never pay more than 50p for a donut. Is that right? I think I may have been misquoted there or misrepresented because I wouldn't pay more than 50 pence for one of those. And this is why I asked you the question, what type are we talking? Right. I wouldn't pay more oh, than 50 okay. pence for one of those, you know, bags of five from Tesco or something. Oh, yeah, sack that. No. You know, right. if, they're, if they're more than 50p, okay, okay. we're in a whole world of trouble there because they should be about 17 pence each. But if we're talking like right. one that's got all sorts of stuff on it that I'm... we just heard about, you know, you're talking yeah. maybe £1.50 at the upper end. Anything I mean... else, you may as well be in London. I'm so we're pretty much in London, but I will say that, <laughs> like the situation of their donuts, I mean the contrast is going to be shocking. Oh wow, that's that that looks yeah, beautiful. Tasty. They are Lovely. and a taste sensation and a really like soft and fluffy. Oh, however, I will so say, good. You you often hear like you know London, Paris, New York. The way you describe this place is reek. <laughs> Leeds, Wakefield, <laughs> Leeds, Wakefield, Castlefield. <laughs> Available also in Sheffield at certain coffee establishments. Like, literally, oh, wow. spot on. Wow. The North has got carbs Such on lock. Then. Yeah. Just What's Yorkshire. Good. What's the cheapest donut there? 
Nam it. They're three. They're three fifty each, or it's a box of three for eleven what? quid. But they're available on fifty. Pipe down. They're available on Uber That's Eats cheap, with twenty five percent off. Surely. Yeah, mate. For a bougie, for a bougie donut like I'll tell that. Tell you what. I just. Oh my goodness. I'm. I'm in shock. It's okay. Three pounds fifty for a. Oh my goodness. Gonna... Are you okay to carry on? I might need a minute. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> there's a there's a bakery open just near us, and they do these uh, chocolate eclairs that are like the size of your head, or, or maybe the size of your from your elbow to your your wrist, which is a really weird measurement, I grant you. <laughs> but they're huge, and they're only like one pound ninety. And we are saying three pound fifty for a donut. Yeah, I just uh, like they're so good. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'd probably get one just to experience it, but. I would not stop, stop talking about how much it cost me for about a month. The thing is, I'm still here scrolling through their feed, just looking at donuts. Oh like, I'm goodness. so happy right now. Have you ever had the Subway donut? <laughs> just the chocolate the choc- chocolate ring donut from Subway? No. Um, Why would you go to Subway, Subway. And, the, and the sweet treat of choice First be a donut all, when they've got the white chocolate macadamia nut cookies? Right, so who's saying that you only have to have one? But... <laughs> This was. Uh, He's not wrong. I lost. The, He's not. I don't see the problem. I lost there. a lot of weight eating just salads um, at Subway for a couple of weeks. I lost like eighteen pounds, and then I found out about these donuts. Uh, and let me tell you, it, depending upon how soon after they've been delivered, oh my goodness, just very, very light, very fluffy. Rochelle, but, but- we have come to. Your favourite part of the show. I totally forgot about this. As in you've not brought anything. No, no, I've no, I have got but because I thought we were recording this at a different time, I was like, I'll forget to bring it next time. So I'll leave it here. So it's in my bedside table. So we we can carry on. But now just think about the fact when I show you what it is that this has been in my bedside table for a week. Well, is it I'm just gonna leave that? Is it there. Phil Lloyd's? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it or is it not Phil Lloyd's? It's not Phil Lloyd's, but my microphone did just drop, so the audio on that will be fun. Drop, drop the bass. Right, Rochelle, we have come <laughs> to the part of the show where we ask our lovely guests to bring in something to impress us. Previous things include. A person, a person in a box, <laughs> and hands. <laughs> and, uh, I feel like I need to have bought something to demo this. And today, we have asked you to bring in a super cheap item that would impress at any dinner party. Right, now I think I should have brought something in to help me demo this, but I'd want, I, just, I do want to know, what am I playing for, Phil? Uh, the same level of respect that was granted myself <laughs> by your kind self. I think that's a terrific price. <laughs> so so uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what we get. Wow! I think that's a great price. Right. <laughs> I should have bought something to actually demo this yeah. thing. Wait, but before you before you go, um, we're playing for a used ticket to get into the medina in <laughs> in fez which is roughly several hundred miles from marrakesh 
um, if it's still available. Well, we love this. Um, but it has been used. I have bought... It has been, <laughs> it has been used, used and it perfect. has been stamped. However. <laughs> Things work differently over there. Yeah, cool. Cute. Yeah. We do they love really, it. They really do. Such a place. Um, this is what I've bought in. What? How do you shave your legs with that? <laughs> it is not for shaving legs. Um, so I got it on offer because other people don't see the value in it, which makes it super cheap um, because it is a snazzy kitchen brand branded veg peeler, but it doesn't just peel veg, it juliennes the veg. Oh, so it, it makes things automatically go into like tiny little strips. And it's one of my favorite, most satisfying things when I'm making stuff or finishing stuff off in the kitchen. So when you say julienne, are we talking... We're not talking like spiralized food here. We're just talking. No, no, strips. just like thin little strips. But rather than having to like cut something and then be like ch, 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 to get really thin strips, it automatically, you really can't see it. It's got teeth on it. So automatically you get really skinny strips. So, you know, when you get like a sushi salad and it's got like the really fine bits of carrot on the top. Uh, I mean, when you're not in Chorley. I don't believe in carrot on sushi, but continue. <laughs> no, not just on sushi, but you know, like... I don't believe in any time anybody sprinkles carrot uh, shavings on anything. I think it's... Uh, this is a whole other topic, but carry on. But you know, like little bits of carrot on top of a... Or yes. like... Oh, I'm yes, aware sweet. of it. Carrot yeah. in... <laughs> continue. Or like carrot in coleslaw. Oh, hang on a minute. She's pulled it back here. She's totally thrown me for six now because that is okay. See. All right, continue. Like, rather than having to sit there being like, slice, 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 I just go quick. So what's the most interesting thing that you, or most regular thing you would julienne with that? Um, I have been known to use it on a courgette when I really quickly want some courgette noodles because who can be bothered oh. with spiralised ones because they always break. So swing, swing, swing. And can, then you do, can you do really small cheese slices with that? Yeah, probably. Okay, now we're talking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that. So for those of you who uh, can't see Rochelle right now, she is holding what appears to be... It looks like a veg peeler. Yeah, a potato peeler with, like, teeth. And on the side, it's... Yeah, it's got little jaggedy teeth, and it's got a little thing on the side. So if your veg is a bit dodge, there's a little tool on the side to take the dodge bits out. Right. Oh. I've got two questions for you. What is... The, number one, what is the RRPP? RRP? Whatever it is. The recommended retail price. Please. RRPP. The recommended retail <laughs> price would have been £12. Right. But I got it for three. Okay. Three pounds. For me, it was super cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. So that's that's roughly 25%. So question number two. I love a bargain. Why the heck are you taking a vegetable peeler to a party? <laughs> because I Because assumed... she just started this entire conversation at the dinner table. Because I assumed it was food. my vegetable party. My vegetable party. <laughs> I assumed it was my party. dinner party. Oh, you did so well in impressing me, and then you announced a vegetable party. I'm watching uh, too much Miranda. I mean, a pizza party sounds fun, but a vegetable, a vegetable party. party. Okay. Mate, get your five a day in. Um, I assumed that it was my dinner party. Yeah. So everyone's come around, everything's out, and I'm like, oh, garnish. <laughs> and I come out, and I'm like, slice, slice, slice. And everyone's like, oh. And that's why I thought it would impress at a dinner party. Not me taking so it in my handbag. It's already been in my bedside table. That's a bit much. So you're garnishing in front of people while they're at the table? 
you know what only if i've like oh forgotten or if someone comes in oh you yeah you forgot you did it on purpose just so you could demonstrate it mate honestly i would actually love for your party to be a pizza party but everything is in like really 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 thin slices (laughs) 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 you just serve everything is just really really thinly sliced that would be a conversation starter there you go right yeah because imagine the next day you get to go around like i went to a pizza party last night like oh really how many slices 102 (laughs) like a jigsaw let me tell you about these courgette slices (laughs) (laughs) right um phil you did get 10 points for bringing in yourself all the way back in episode i didn't i got i got something like 7.5 because you gave me five, but Rochelle gave me 2.5 and was quite angry <laughs> that I forgot. Right. So now is the time to either revenge. Exact revenge. Or. This is what I said was going to happen. Take the potato peeler for what it is and give it a point. It's not a potato peeler. It's a vegetable, vegetable peeler. Slicer. A vegetable julienne. Julienne. Off you go, mate. Right. Well, do you know what? Um... There's a, there's a lot to this. There's a there's a lot to take in. Uh, there's there's the grudge that I have to <laughs> to kind of deal with internally. There's oh, also I you meant like the, the, the fact, Japanese but... horror film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, or the remake with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, no, we're talking about my the fact that I put myself out there, even though it was only because I forgot about this pit, and I was shot down two point five and told off. But we'll put that to one side. And, yeah, clearly to one side. And, and so like it. Let one me side. also just make the record straight. You f- you completely forgot to bring something in. Let's not make it out like <laughs> like you got low points from Rochelle because she hates you or something. You full on said I forgot to bring something in, guys. I was just. I I've I, brought myself and, and a vegetable peeler. <laughs> I was just kind enough to edit that bit out so people wouldn't I think reached, any less. I, of I was reached. I was reaching with the arms reached to see what I could find. And the only thing I could find was wire clippers. But no, I think this is really interesting. Um, the fact that it was 25% of RRP is very appealing to me. Um, because, you know, if I'm saving, what, the best part of £9 on a Juliana, that's, and you know... And all the time you're saving too. I mean, we're talking two donuts in Leeds. Or 25 donuts in Chorley. So there's, there's, there's a lot to be gained through this. Um, I am interested in thin cheese slicing because, as everybody knows, cheese slicing is a precarious business. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get uniform cheese slices, then... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, am I doing this out of five or out of ten? Five. Ooh. Um, on, I, this is definitely a strong 4.3. I'll take that. Take that with my thin veg. Don't spoil it. <laughs> I can take this oh, back. Oh, point two. <laughs> Four point three. Okay. You happy with that, Rochelle? Yeah. Good. Um, mate, you know me. It's a straight five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course it is. No, but to be fair, you would not speak to me ever again. Had I given you anything less than a five, <laughs> considering I gave hands and someone's body a five, so. Oh dear. I love the fact that when we said that we were going to be the people being interviewed mm-hmm. and that we'd have to do this section, my first concern was the fact that I had been the harsh marker. So to get a 4.3 from Phil, 
solid. I'm happy with that. Hey, I, I, I think this should just go to show that I can put grudges aside and I see everything objectively. Um, but that, that grudge can just roll over. <laughs> Don't worry. Sure. Um, now to kind of like instill within you some like meaningful existentiality. Um, oh that <laughs> that nine point three basically means absolutely nothing because, well, first of all, because this is a podcast that no one really cares about. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, um, the world is ending in uh, in twenty four hours. I'm so sad. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. How's the world ending, Rochelle? Um, so I've obviously spent the last, what, six months cheering whenever anyone says anything to do with zombies because that was always where my head initially went. Mm. Um, I think that it's going to be a cause actually of global warming that the ice caps are going to melt and we're all just slowly going to flood and that it's just going to end up being just water. The world. And you can only swim for so long. Yeah, just we're just going to be right. a big puddle. Awesome. Keep it light. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you're drowning, basically. Base. Well, yeah. Wow. Like, well, this is the thing. So I used to struggle with swimming when I was little. Surprise, I'm black. Um, so <laughs> the first thing, <laughs> the first thing my mom taught me how to do was float on my back. So I mean, I've been fine for it. quite a while. <laughs> It's like, I don't have to swim, so I don't have to expend loads of energy. But then the issue is food, as always. So, so how, how much of the the whole world is going to be... Mate, gone. Uh, it's Everest, all wet. Ev Everest is underwater. You know what? That'll just be like a boop. So that's the place to be, really. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you can get there, solid. But, but no food. Yeah, maybe K2. But there's no food at the top of those places because it's too high. Goats. Wow. Yeah, nah, but you can't too. live off just protein alone, even if they are there. You'd need some sort of roughage. Okay. Okay. Sad, isn't it? <laughs> no. I'm just thinking now of a few weeks where people are just trying to stay alive on the top of Everest and they're all just complaining about constipation. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's a sad way to go. Um, wow. So would you like to just drown or would you like... For example, like just speaking out loud, a pylon to like fall on you or something. I don't know why I laughed, but no, I think I think I've watched enough like Kim Possible that what I would do is like before he got to the point where it was just water everywhere, yeah. is trying to find something that I could put over my head so there's an air bubble so I could like go down and like explore so like a really crap version of atlantis but it's just like the boring in birmingham <laughs> atlantis but birmingham <laughs> mate, modern day mate, honestly in, but in all fairness thinking about it i obviously being a brummy my go-to is the boring but if the exact same thing happened have you never noticed never. didn't think you didn't think um if you did the exact same thing, but in Manchester at the Trafford Centre, pretty much is Atlantis with its all weird architecture, isn't it? So it's just water rising like a bath. 
Yeah. Oh, I love a bath. Right. I've always, right, because as a child, I loved water parks. And I always thought, and this is... Your head was a flotation device. Yes. This is not be- me being insensitive, but I always thought that, like, flooding, as a child, not anymore, would would, would be quite fun. Because I always loved swimming. Yeah. I loved going to the beach. I loved going to the pool and so on. And I still, in, in a way, like, if the whole world was water, it might kind of still be fun no because obviously like obviously you wouldn't just want to swim everywhere but there'd be like tall buildings that you can like get on top of that you'd have like flotation devices like ahead i don't know i don't know i mean if i've ever accidentally stood in a puddle and i'm walking around with wet shoes for the next hour until i get home and change them i'm miserable so i don't know how much fun it would be living in that (laughs) yeah but this isn't a case of oh it's flooding guess i best get home then because my beans on toast is ready this is a case of oh this is the last day on earth so the thing is yeah but as the water starts creeping in people don't realize they're just like oh <laughs> they don't realize tides that coming in. They're, they're sat on the couch and there's water at their ankles. Yeah, that <laughs> because everyone's already at the beach. Shh. All right, it's a beach day. Um, right. <laughs> universally mandated, um, and then the water just doesn't stop. But everyone's like, oh, maybe we should walk back, and then they realize they can't walk back to land because it's all just wet. That would that would actually be quite sinister if the tide just came in one day and didn't stop coming in. Yeah, that'd be worse than a tidal wave. Because at least with the tidal wave, um, you know, it's it's you and you and Matt Damon uh, trying to find the rest of the children. But <laughs> definitely, little Tom Holland. Definitely you and McGregor. But um... oh wait, wait, wait a second! Did I just recast <laughs> a film? <Matt> Damon. Yeah, <laughs> it was you and McGregor, wasn't it? <laughs> and here I am thinking, yeah, Matt Damon looked totally different in that film. I'm trying to remember what he looked like. But I love the fact I was like, I know what film you're on about. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. Like, love that film. At least it it's goes strong. back out. But yeah, if it just kept coming in, wow, crazy. Right before this mandated beach day that everyone's going to go on and not come home from. You're welcome, by the way. Um, we've gathered some people that want to know what you would do on your last day. And we've compiled some questions. I'd go to the beach. Um to see how you would fare. And the first question that people want to ask you is, you get up, you hear the news, you stick your iPod on shuffle, what's the song that sets you up for the rest of the day? Um, I used to be obsessed by this song, like fully obsessed to the point that it was was my morning wake up song. And there have been different songs that have been that song for me throughout my life. But the one that sort of sticks is um, Move On Up by Curtis Mayfield. I think it's literally like a perfect song. Like it's solid. Do you know what song it is? I'm embarrassed, I don't know what you're talking about. Move On Up. See, the thing is, I, I know what song it is, but all I can hear in my mind is Move on up when you're down, baby. Take a little look around. But I know See, that's not it. And all I, all I can hear is moving on up, <laughs> moving on up. So, correct us. Oh, Rochelle's gone. Oh, I, oh we've lost we've her. Lost her. 
She's so upset. I am not coming back when you two cannot respect Curtis Mayfield's move on. No, up. go on, give us Honestly, a little, a d- give us a little don't demo. Don't know what it goes like. Give us a demo. You have to remember, you have to remember, I know about seven songs that aren't Bon Jovi songs. <laughs> this is true. And they're all Richie Sambora ones. Every time that I've played live music with Phil, I've always forgotten the lyrics. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> there is also that right. which is interesting because that's the only job he has he doesn't play the guitar <laughs> that he never plays the guitar that he's holding and then he forgets the lyrics <laughs> that's not true one time i tapped the guitar for like oh gosh a little bit of like uh percussion i'm not gonna lie i've missed your life performances they were golden Go on. right oh, move were. on up by curtis mayfield is like a classic sort of like funk song okay like great, but what does moving on Move up? Move on up. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's your it? destination? Yeah, okay. So you should have just said that. Like it's a solid song. I also feel like it's been used on like multiple adverts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I'm gonna need Hush to listen to this later on. Yeah. I definitely prefer get on and up by five. But <laughs> Why that? Why that song, Rochelle? I love it. Like it's like it's got a great beat on. Like it's got quite a long intro, but that makes me happy in and of itself. It's got a great little message. Like we're going to keep on going. What's the message? Like to move on up. <laughs> no, that's the title. <laughs> Towards What's your destination. Like it's to keep on going. Like things aren't going to hold you back. No, that's like, the metaphorical meaning. What's the message? No, that's the message. And is that still playing when the water starts rising, or is playing for the whole day? But every every time it plays, the BPM gets like a little bit slower. <laughs> <laughs> Another question that people have been demanding the answer to. Demanding? That's a bit much. Demanding. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But here we go. Um, if you had to swap bodies with one person. Mm-hmm. for your last day on earth who would it be and why do you think it's okay to objectify my body your body yeah not my question this is what the people have been asking <laughs> <laughs> i'm intrigued to know which person in particular wanted to know why i've been objectifying their body because clearly i've been no, no. Well, in the why, bushes why... outside someone's house people want to know why you're objectifying my body i didn't ask it it's just what people have been asking <laughs> phil have you ever felt like i've objectified your body Speak your truth, um, Phil. This is the, this is the time now. Listen, we've got a mediator. We can talk through it. I don't think you have intentionally. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but maybe you did it unintentionally. But now's your time to speak your truth. Okay. Well, I definitely have. A, oh, you mean? Sorry. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Rochelle. <laughs> um, I appreciate everything that you have said, and I apologise if at any point my actions have made you feel uncomfortable. Um, I hope you can accept that apology. This is nice. This feels like healing. We need this to get f- it all in on the last day. This, this is amazing. Yeah, get it, get it out of the way before uh, before it all ends. Yeah. And so, nice. so now taking that into account about objectifying people's bodies, if you could swap bodies with somebody. <laughs> If you had um, to pick one person, who, who would you swap bodies with? That initially, my head goes straight to the Queen. Um, because 
it's well no because it's not about swapping bodies with her it's about being in her position so being like just protected and knowing that if someone's going to be safe people are going to make sure that queen is all right and plus i get to have a look in the wardrobe and figure out and just have a look at all of her like matching outfits like skirt jacket hat shoes imagine how hilariously color coordinated that wardrobe must be (laughs) <laughs> and then I was like David Attenborough because he's loved and if everyone's in a panic they're still going to make sure that David A is okay and then I was like sack this it's the last day we're all going to die anyway so rather than trying to be safe and trying to be someone that's loved I have a weird thing about my posture and always like standing up straight because I'm a, I'm really short and I'm not actually that short but I think I'm short I'm short in comparison to everyone in my family um so I'd want to swap bodies with Shaq. Oh, yeah. I want to be, like, seven foot one. And I want to see, like, how different everything looks when I'm taller. And that way, as the water's rising, I'm going to survive for longer because it's going to take longer to get to me. And then, also, he owns, like, 150 plus five guys. I was going to say, and you own all of the fast food in the world. And, like, he has the, like, he's just chilling. Like Shaq just runs around playing basketball with kids, making them feel better, gives out life advice. I feel like I could do that. And he's like DJing, waka waka, like that's fun. And then he owns a ton of Five Guys. So I'm always going to get like, I'm like running, pop into a Five Guys, get some Cajun fries, sorted, run to the next one. I think life's pretty sweet. You know what? I, I I don't buy that. I think the Queen would be protected, but I think David Attenborough's on his own on the underground. I don't think anybody's going to be looking after him in a, in a hurry. I No, I think what would actually happen, I think David Attenborough already has his escape plan. I think he knows. <laughs> Therefore, like, whether He's it's a plane... <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's a plane or whether it's a tunnel, David Attenborough's got his own escape plan. But if it if we were literally out here in these streets and David Attenborough's also out there I feel like people would be like ah I won't I won't attack him he's a good lad (laughs) fair enough I mean his other option is to dress up as Shaq but that's a little bit problematic (laughs) and we're we're not going to get into that (laughs) um I don't think David A's down (laughs) (laughs) um if you could uh make any a cameo in on any film or tv show on your last day, what mm-hmm. show or film would it be and what would your role be? You could be in the last ever Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, 37. That was your answer, wasn't it? And I've ruined it. Yeah, of course you've nailed it. Oh, you <laughs> seriously wanted to, be, you wanted to be in the Fast and Furious one? Of course she does. Literally. It's her favourite film. Of course. It's literally her favourite franchise. all the things I could be in. Wow. Mate, it's not my fault that I too live my life a quarter mile at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow! Is it it just is it just a fascination with cars because you can't drive? I can drive. (laughs) Oh okay, okay. It just it took me ages to get around to actually getting my license. I can drive badly. Oh, I can drive. You can drive. It's just you can't park. Is that what it is? (laughs) No, I just have really bad. I can park. Also not well. Um, I just have really bad spatial awareness and may have had a certain accident in my car within the first year of driving, which is a laughing point to most people. Oh. I'm not putting myself on blast on the podcast. But aren't you also legally blind? I was for a week. You were legally blind for a week? I wasn't legally blind, but my... Um, blind. 
<laughs> yeah. I, my eyesight was so poor that I wasn't allowed to drive until I got my new glasses. Wow. Um, yeah. Hence why her name my... on my phone is Mrs. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Back to your cameo, mate. Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, yeah, like... I do anything for my friends and I have issues obeying the law when I'm driving. So I feel like the Fast and Furious is also like a character fit. Um, you know, you make choices and you don't look back. Um, and I, it wouldn't be like a pity part like Rita Rora. Um, but yeah, I think I'd be Letty's sister and maybe there's a spin-off film in the same way that we had like Shaw versus Hobbs. Um, but it's like me and Letty having to sort out some stuff for mom um, spirit, spirit. quick question who's letty yeah oh my i'm glad God. you are <laughs> <laughs> like, so, okay can I, go? I was like i'm she's, just gonna go she's gonna go along with this she's the one that's in the relationship with vin diesel and then she loses her mind when she ends up working for the cartel and then eventually she gets brought back in right because you know right, 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 right. she's uh she remembers everything lost. she's the one who flies she's the one who flies helicopters in uh i, I want to say jumanji but it's not. It's full of it's full of blue people. Avatar. 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 There we yeah. Go. There we go. Right. <laughs> blue Manji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That right. One. So you're Letty's sister. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have South American ancestry, or does she have Jamaican ancestry? Well, I'm I'm not being funny, but maybe it's like John 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 Cena and Vin Diesel being brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Just, let's just not talk about. about that. I mean, the <laughs> fact that you can't see John Cena means that maybe they've just not realised. This is it. Yeah, this is it. You know what? Fair enough. Oh, I, wow. should, I should never have asked <laughs> when John Cena <laughs> has been cast as a uh, Jesus brother. I shouldn't have even asked that question. Excellent. Sorry, mate. Anyway, it sounds like it's going to be a great film. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Stopping off at the opticians mid-film, and then what? I get to vroom vroom, yeah. like fast cars. Wow. What car would you be driving in this film? Um, Punto. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never, I'd never betray my uh, VW Polo. Um, I think I'd go for a Veyron just for bands after old school. Wow! Like, yeah, imagine me and my dodgy eyesight driving a Veyron. Oh. <laughs> wow! And it'd wow. be the hilarious thing of me probably trying to, you know, what I'd have it set in England. I'd be in Leeds, and actually, most of it, I'd just be stuck in the one-way system in town. That'd be a short can, can they please? Can they, that's that's like you know what's gonna happen when they run out of money for this franchise, but they want to keep squeezing as much out as they can. They're like, look, we're on Fast and Furious 13. We haven't got a big budget. Can we just that it was keep it, ten? Can we just keep it between Leeds and Wakefield? <laughs> just just in between those two to keep that budget right down. And that's and the story and yeah, the story is that they're thinking about building a uh uh like a new motorway. In between, in between Wakefield and Leeds, and Vin Diesel's character, who has now been replaced by uh, Martin Clunes, is like <laughs> without any explanation. <laughs> is now like, nah, man, that can't happen. What about the wildlife? Is the wildlife in Wakefield? What about the wildlife? Yeah, yeah, right. the locals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. okay. We love you. Wow. We love you, Wakefield. Shout out Wakefield. Uh, Ooh, shaky wakey. Vin Diesel's girlfriend's been replaced by uh, Amanda Holden. Again, oh. with no explanation. Well, <laughs> I was still on board when it was Martin Clunes. I was still buying that ticket. 
Amanda holds it enough to turn anyone off. Turn me right on. But yeah, oh, Fast wow. and Furious, Wakefield Drift. Oh, I'm, I'm already in line for that film. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, okay. So your last day, you've starred in a film that's never going to be released. It's the last day. Uh, you tried to get a series out of it, but they were having none of it. I still got paid. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, Martin so, Clunes keeps texting you. <laughs> yeah. Is this happening? 2 a.m. You up? <laughs> My phone is still popping. Oh gosh. You're not so, so there's a, there's a few hours left of this day. What person that you haven't talked to? This is the proviso that you haven't talked to in a very long time. Would you call? And what would you say to them? Now, the very long time, I think, is relative. Um, but because... Longer than um, a week. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> because I'm up in Leeds... That's basically all my contacts. And especially... <laughs> Everyone yeah, I know. Yeah, basically. Okay, okay some, uh, somebody you haven't talked to in over two years. No. I think that's, I think that's a long time. No, as I said, time is relative. Um, because <laughs> right. I'm up in Leeds and away from the homeland. Um, literally, I sat and I, I thought about this for ages, like, who is it that I'd want to speak to? And the only person that came to my mind is my mum. Wait, like, how, long, how long ago did you speak to your mum? Yeah, I don't speak to her that often. I'm really bad. You were literally like, like, with it's her a trait for that like I'd a get. week, like a week ago. Yeah, at the start of June, went out at the end. So it has been more than two weeks. Um, but also I think in comparison to how often I would usually speak to my mom, like if I was in Birmingham, it'd be daily. But since I've not lived there, like I'm really bad at being very much out of sight, out of mind. Like mm. I'll deal with the stuff that's around me. And then as soon as someone isn't like there, like I'm really bad at keeping in touch. So every now and then like she'll message me and I'll like, obviously like text her back, whatever, but I don't proactively think to call her. Wow. So, so you, you've called your mum, what are you saying to her? I just want to chat to her. Like if it's the last day and everything's going to go down, like it's my mum that I'd want to speak to because I'd want to make sure that she's okay. So your mum picked up the phone. Oh, thanks. Thanks for calling. It's the last day on earth. <laughs> it's about time you rang. <laughs> Probably. Um, wow. But yeah, it's like the like my friends, I'd probably get a text message sorted, like they'd be off doing whatever, but it's my mum that I'd be the most worried about. So it's my mum yeah. that I'd want to speak to. And like whether in all fairness, whether I'd seen her like two days ago, it'd still be my mum that I'd want to speak to. Is there anything that you would like to say to her on your last day? Something that whether it's to get something off your chest or whether it's something that you feel is very long overdue that you should have said to her. Is there anything that you would use the last day to, to say to her? Anything that you would say to her on your, on your last day? Or, or if there was a day and there was things that you needed to say, would you say anything? Just to reiterate one more time what Adrian's trying to say. So basically what I was saying is... If there was a period of 24 <laughs> just hours... In case, right, I'm not sure if I've got... To call that one day and then say there was things that you could express. So yeah, Let's say that saying it. Say the planet got too hot, right? And like, like a bath. Yeah. The got, water, it got too hot. The water's rising and rising the, and rising. You're in Leeds. All right, Sophie Lawson. The world got too hot. You're in Leeds. <laughs> Mum's in Birmingham. And Phil's like, mate, call your mum. Is there anything that you would like... <laughs> Is there something that I'd want her to know? Um, 
So yeah, say like it's the last day and like you just want to say something like get something (laughs) off your chest. And I really (laughs) wish I could kick you out of this call right now. Um, probably just I appreciate her. Like I think at times we've had a really strange relationship, but like I love her. Like she's a good egg. She means well. Did you ever watch that YouTube video? Of the family, that that one YouTube video. <laughs> of the, well, just, you, that that's I mean, right. I, I straight away, I know exactly which video you're on about. Explain it. Maybe you wouldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You know, you asked me about that one video in the same way. It's like if there's one day, it's like a father one... and two sons, on, and one of the kids is like, one of the kids is like, what does he say? All I want to say to you is. I love you. And then the dad's like, have you seen that video? Can't say I am. No. I really, I don't spend time on YouTube. It's old. I never really spent time on YouTube in the past either. It's not been a website where I, I used to watch videos of kids falling over. That was a phase that I went through. Everyone who has definitely seen that video. Of the two people kids coming going, home from being away you. for like a couple of years and, and I know to like speaking. dogs. I'm just going to keep talking over her. <laughs> <laughs> the, so rude. And then the, the dad's just like <laughs> makes that exact same noise. If anybody else um, <laughs> has ever heard of this, please write into the podcast that Adrian can feel validated. No one has this, heard of it. And this thing he seems to be making. Yeah, I just need validation, guys. Right, anyway. You won't get it here. Pretty sure that's made up. <laughs> Definitely not made up because The Hangover 3 copied it. Anyway, let's carry on. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen The Hangover 3? I've not seen no. one or two. <laughs> right. Many feel like this is probably the most important question. You are a self-proclaimed, self-titled foodie. And I think many, as they look to me for film recommendations, many... No one looks to you for film recommendations. Many look to you <laughs> for food recommendations. And so the last question that we want to know is, what would be your dream last meal? I don't know. Thanks, everyone, for tuning Thanks in today. For your time. <laughs> Thanks. That's all we've got time for this week. <laughs> imagine, imagine the foodie, the foodie. That's literally all you are. That's all you have going for you on the podcast. That's Don't all. you dare reduce me down to just being about food. And you know what the ridiculous thing is? Like, I wouldn't deny that food is a really important part of my life because actually just looking to the side... I've definitely just had a cookbook delivered and it's not even a case of I buy cookbooks sometimes to cook from sometimes I just buy them for the food photography like food is a weird thing like I love it um it's, it's not that weird <laughs> food isn't weird but the fact that you don't know what you would eat on the last day on earth is potentially weird I mean the thing no, you brought, the thing you brought into impressors is... was food related as well I think the thing with not knowing what I would have on my last day is that in the same way that when I'm traveling so quite often I'll try not to go back to the same place because I like experiencing <coughs> new things is right. that I don't all like I don't know if I'd want to try something new or if it is something that I'd already had or 
actually rather than all the places that I've eaten if actually I just want some home cooking. Are we genuinely just going to leave it on I don't know? Because I thought this was just a bit. I thought you were joking. No, I really... Because I'm about to punch my laptop right now. (laughs) Is is this making you as angry as when people bring themselves as their... (laughs) They're right. Leicester Phil Lines. I don't know. It didn't make him angry. He gave me a five. What did you give me? But let's not go back there. Let's not go back. <laughs> let's not reopen the right. screen. We've, we've dealt with that. So, um, okay. To make it easier on you, one okay. thing that you would be home cooked that would be provided for you, and one thing that you would. Okay. You can do these uh, quickly so it doesn't take you forever and, and hurt you. Um, but one thing right, that was. Well, no, I'm just saying. I don't want to like force you to answer this but one thing that would be home cooked one thing that would be um something that you've had in the past and one thing that you've not tried that that you want to get in before the end of the world okay home cooked mm-hmm. i mean she's dead r.i.p my nan's saturday soup is well, like ended with saturday soup. um yeah so it's a, a huge childhood memory and also i think a lot of people in the from a similar background will probably have a similar memory of like going to your nan's house on a Saturday. Was it rude or was it just tradition? I would walk into the house, shout hi nan, and not actually even go and see my nan and walk straight into the kitchen, get a bottle, dish up some soup, heat it up, and sit like that was the reason you went to nan's house on a Saturday. Um, I, think, I think that's potentially rude and tradition. But <laughs> no, because once I once I'd eaten. Once I'd eaten, I'd obviously then go and be like, hi, Nan, you good? Right, and have a chat. Um, or, or she'd come in and see me sat down eating. She'd be like, oh, good, because I'd got my bowl. Like, she'd be happy about it. So what's in the health. soup? Because oh, like, I, think, I think you're right. I think we've all had that with family. Like, There's a, there's a food that you consistently yeah. make by your grandparents. Is it just me or does like, the Saturday soup just sound like a mental cocktail that is like everything, <laughs> all the alcohol you have left over in a cupboard, you just put it all together? Yeah, I th- I, yeah, I, th- I think that is just you. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's like potatoes, carrot, carrots, 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 cho dumplings. There's usually um, some like carrots julienne. Yeah, carrots julienne. No, they've got to be chunkier so that they can withstand the soup. There's yam, oh, chunky yam. Um, there'd be some mutton in it. Oh, it's so good and it's so filling. And... It sounds like a, a stew. No, because it's thinner. <laughs> it's thinner than a stew, and we have different dumplings to use. They're not fluffy dumplings. They're like firm dumplings. Oh. You have different. You have different dumplings to who? To you. To stew. To 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 me. Yes, yeah, to stew. <laughs> right. oh, like okay. stew me. dumplings that are all like fluffy. Don't you don't you dare question the firmness of Phil's dumplings. Don't you dare. <laughs> Come on this podcast. How your dumplings, Phil? Come on this podcast. Um, Do you mean come on this podcast? It's my (laughs) podcast as much as it is yours. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, on your last podcast, um, this is the last podcast episode uh, that you're doing. So, I mean, (laughs) how does it feel? Right, so you're having Saturday soup. Saturday soup is the one that you've had home prepared. With firm dumplings. Saturday soup would be the home-cooked one. Um, There's a meal... That of something that I've had. Something you've had that you want again. Um oh it's either um there was this tuna dish that I had when I was in Australia at a place called Chin Chin, which was 
<laughs> like literally my mouth runs with saliva whenever I even think about it and I can't even describe it but it was the most amazing thing um, and in all fairness thinking about it if there was one place I've eaten that I would go back to on my last day which may have been what you're asking it would probably be Chin Chin because they have this thing called a feed me stop it Adrian I'm sorry because it's only just come glad, to we, me. I'm glad we got glad here we got yeah. <laughs> eventually do you know got it's not about the road we take it's about the journey but we've got here um in i'm i'm pretty sure we they do it in other parts of australia but they have this thing dumplings. <laughs> he's fluffy dumplings phil's got fluffy dumplings um but <laughs> in <laughs> i think it's probably something that they do do in other parts of australia but it's called a feed me which obviously suits my personality where you pay the table cover Wait, wait, wait. what's the table cover so you know in the same way that you'd go to a buffet and it's like right it's 10 pounds or you can eat you pay your 10 pounds then you run wild yeah um at feed me so you sit down and they're like cool are you opting in like yeah we'll have the feed me and that's how much it'll cost and they just basic and they ask you if you've got any allergies for anyone on the table and they just keep bringing plates of food but it'll just be like here's one plate and we'll put it down in the middle of you so you all just like try a bit of that and you're like oh that's tasty and then if it has an allergen they're like we've bought this and then this one's the gluten-free option so you just eat that and then they so take it when they just bring they just keep, they just keep, keep bringing, bringing plates until you tell them actually we've eaten quite a lot and then they start bringing out dessert ones and so it's I've, heaven i've been to a place similar do, do they at a certain point start getting awkward and start bringing out really rubbish no like stuff that's you like, ah, i'm done now no because that happens to <laughs> And we just say, oi, sort it out, mate. We're not having this platter full of julienne vegetables. Bring, hey. out, bring out the meat again. But, but it was heaven. It was absolute heaven. I'm so glad that we actually got here. Yeah, sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. I, I can edit this to make you sound like an absolute hero. Thank but you. But I won't. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Um, it would be untraditional of us to not finish with a quiz. And the name of the quiz is eat a five-course meal after your chin-chins. Hello. And we'll tell you... I don't think I've got space. We'll tell you if you're a true foodie. Like we said before, Ooh. you're a self-proclaimed foodie. Uh, and so we're going to see what percentage foodie you really are. Okay? Okay. This could, this could ruin I'm down for this. Yeah. Let's just say as well. Maybe I'm just picky. Maybe I'm not a foodie. I'm just picky about food. If you get less than 50%, okay. Phil replaces you as host of the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, I might just want more weekends back. <laughs> so no pressure. I, don't, I don't know if I can I don't know if I can commit to this. I don't know if I want to change the <laughs> Right. So the first question is easy. No pressure. This is easy to start with. What are you having to drink? A hot chocolate, a water. A lemonade or a soda? In all fairness, water. Okay. If I'm true to myself, it, ouch, it'd be a water. Is this water. Is this water for the table or is it like a bottle of Perrier? Or... I know, my mum hates me. I'll get the large bottle of sparkling water to myself oh, and I always get wow. a dodgy look from like the like the waiter and then my mum's like, she will finish it. <laughs> Appetisers. What are you having out of these? You've got Mozzarella sticks, mm. sliders, mm -hmm. which for the uh, for our listeners in Bolton are little burgers, <laughs> uh, 
chips and dip. And again, for our listeners outside of the USA, we're talking tortilla chips. And for the lady in Aldi yesterday, who, when I asked her where the salsa was, asked me, what is salsa? It's basically <laughs> chopped up ch- chopped up tomato and onions and bits and bobs and herbs in a dip. Or Where's your salsa, love? Saying, <laughs> what salsa? <laughs> what, what salsa? I had to explain it to her. Um, it, when I finally told her it was a dip, she said, oh, the dips are over there. But anyway, uh, or, and I'm, 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 I might be saying this wrong, caprese salad? I go for a so you've got salad. Mozzarella sticks, sliders, chips and dip, or caprese salad? I'd go for a caprese salad. There you go. Oh. Would you go soup or salad? French onion soup, kale salad, tomato soup, or a caesar salad? I love a Caesar salad. Caesar. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lovely. And what anchovies about you? The what? You, there's anchovies in the Caesar salad dressing. In a traditional one, there is. There's a lovely pizza at La Rocca with anchovies <laughs> in it. <laughs> it's, it's so nice. Again, ladies and gents, we're anyway. not sponsored. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Not yet, not yet. I don't think my waistline would be able to cope being we'll keep, sponsored by La Rocca. We'll keep knocking on that door. Knock, um, knock, knocking on the Rocca's door. So for your main course, you've, and I think I might know the answer to this already. Ooh, I'm you've intrigued. Got, you've got steak. You've got mac and cheese. You've got pizza. Non-denominational pizza. Mm-hmm. Or salmon. Right, mac and cheese is a side. Let's get that out there. Like, Thank you. Thank you can do you. what you want. Mac and cheese is a side. It is not Thank a main. Thank you. Like, you're cute, but no. So um, steak, pizza, or salmon? The thing is, as I am now, it would be salmon. What do you mean, as you are now, in, in this metaphysical state? <laughs> because I'm, I'm on my challenge of pescatarianism, which oh, I think I'm going to take so up to a year. It. This is so why I'd, I I'd, this is why I was thinking it's going to be salmon, but correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. So you go for a steak. But I would be tempted by a steak. Oh. Like if it's if it's last if it's last day and I'm not on my pesky ways, like a like a medium rare steak. Oh correct. Peter just asked I, for your sorry, resignation. Sorry, I meant we're meant to be impartial, but uh, yeah, but correct. I'm correct for, for the joys of me being truly me. We'll say the medium rare steak, beautiful. Um, sides, fries, mash, broccoli, roasted corn. Is it broccoli or is it broccolini? It's broccoli, and it's not um, in julienne. You wouldn't do that to a broccoli. Imagine you just Phil have would. little nubbins. Mate, um, I've seen Phil Julienne a flipping Kinder Egg. <laughs> I'd go mash. Don't challenge me. I'm passionate about taters. Um, wow! I'd wow! Make steak uh, and mash. Taters. Like a proper peppery steak and mash potato. Steak and frit, steak frites. Steak and chips. Yeah, but if you get steak frites, it's always a thin little bit of like. A... Where are you getting your frites from? No, you like your frites are fine, but if you're getting steak frites, it's usually like a really thin bit of steak. It's never like a a wedgy bit. I want a good hefty bit of steak. Okay. I want to go into like a proper food coma afterwards as well. So I'm going mash. Steak and mash. Uh-uh. 
it's not unconventional. unconventional. It's because they've put mash rather than like a whatever a pom puree. Oh, you'd have beans on the side as well, wouldn't you? You'd have a <laughs> steak beans and mash, wouldn't you? And for yes, be- for the peas to be switched out for beans. And for be- one of those. Flipping potato smileys as well, wouldn't you? That potato smileys. Get out my life. Quintessential British meal. <laughs> Actually, can I, right, can, can I swap the steak for fish fingers? <laughs> I had fish fingers yesterday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, come on. Wow. I love fish okay. fingers. So come on, then. More for, of your judgment. For dessert, to, uh, this, I mean, this is the last thing that's going to happen. Before the water goes above your head. <laughs> Are you having either gelato to the uninitiated Italian ice cream? Um, to the lady from middle. Milkshake, <laughs> to, to the lady from middle. Milkshake. And we're talking one of those like offensive milkshakes. That's not, you know, just. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, another it, meal. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's got a meal meal hanging out of a mug. Not, not um, the kind of milkshake Adrian buys you before he's, he's doing school. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for another day. <laughs> that, that is, that is oh another story, but, but one that should be told. Brownies or tiramisu. So you got gelato, a massive offensive milkshake, brownies or tiramisu. There are two of my faves, um, but it would probably be gelato. What was the other one? Tiramisu. That's a good one. Okay. So you've gone with gelato. What flavour gelato are we talking Pistachio. Did you say pistachio? Pistachio. Wow. Rochelle. Pistachio or a fig and honey. Rochelle Philomena Hadley. When it comes to food, you have pretty good taste. You know a lot about food, but there is always more to learn. You like to try new things, but aren't 100% a foodie just yet. You are a picky eater. Being replaced by (laughs) No, you're not. You are 70% foodie. That's pretty good. 70%. I mean, that's over 50. That's pretty good. So you get to keep your job. Yeah, that's a first. Isn't it, uni? 70, 70. 70%. That's a first. I think so. Yeah. I'm proud of my taste buds. Yeah. That leads, Matt. <laughs> oh, did you? Did any of you guys get first? Yeah, I did. Yeah. All right, nice one. Look at you two <laughs> twinsies. <laughs> it's nice getting a first, isn't it, Phil? It was unexpected. But yeah, it was lovely. Right, Rochelle, you've been a great guest. Um, do you know what? Instead of asking you if you have anything to plug, because obviously you're just going to plug the podcast because it is your life. Um, life. Would you like, instead of... There's a new Fast and Furious film coming out. Well, thank you for that. No one cares. But would you like to, instead of plugging something, tell us what you're reading, what you're watching, and what you're listening to at the moment? Cool. So I am currently reading One Pot Vegan by so vegan um it's it's oh, a cookbook gone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm back in the room i've got i've got it's it, it is slightly ridiculous that i do have three different things on on the go so i've got one pot vegan on the go i've got um flavor by Ottolenghi on the go and um skincare by caroline hirons which is a skincare book wow. so um yeah, that's two recipe books and a skincare book. Self-help, isn't it? 
yeah there's that um what I am listening to I'm going through like this sort of 70s slash 80s situation I've made a fa- I've made a playlist on Spotify called Family Party um and I love it it's just like Shaka Khan and Luther Vandross and <laughs> like the Supremes and it makes me really happy every time I get into my car um so that's what I'm currently listening to um Fatback Band, I Found Lovin'. That's one that I usually start a drive with. Um, and what was the other one? Something I'm watching. <laughs> that was yeah, really impressive. Fat Band Camp. No, the Fatback Band. Fatback Band. Wow. Fatback Band. Fat band camp um, and Something I'm Watching. I have recently, <clears throat> in the space of a week, I finished blackish and grownish um which are both great um are I also made have... by the same people yeah okay. grownish is a spin-off of blackish for when the oldest child goes to university um and i have a massive girl crush on yara shahidi who features in both so there's that um but uh other things i'm watching uh loki on disney plus which is really decent so get your ocular orifices around that uh, Michelle, do you want to hear my milkshake story? <laughs> Go on then. Please don't forget to subscribe, give us a lovely review and a five-star rating. If you would like to get in touch with us, email us at lastdaypod.gmail.com or follow us on the socials at lastdaypod. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you.